Welcome to Money Talks. Today's conversation on money is quite interesting. It's something that's close to many people's hearts and it's hidden in plain sight. And it's one of those things that's almost taboo to discuss. But today we're going to try and take a first bite at that cherry. We're going to discuss money and relationships. When I was younger, there was a song which used to go, Rudon di mandi vaiza. And, and the words used to go and it was a love song and it was really talking about how this guy loved this girl no matter what however will you still love your partner if they are hopeless with finances today we're talking money and relationships and let's start I mean, balancing your finances and your relationship is quite a balancing act in itself. And it's one of those things which most people don't like to deal with. However, we know that when you're in an open and honest relationship with your partner around finances, you're likely to find success in all areas of your life. First thing, if you are in a relationship, you need to be open and honest about money and you need to Help your partner to live in harmony so that you can achieve shared financial goals. That's a topic in itself for another day where you need to have a, a roadmap as a couple. And beyond that goal or dream, you need to have a plan to enact that dream to make it happen. Now, most couples ignore money, so you actually don't even know where you're going. Now, you also need to understand how to manage credit and debt. This is a big pitfall for couples because when things are tough, you know, sometimes you do need to use that credit card or you need, need to borrow money. However, you need to make these decisions together as a couple so that you can together share that burden. In many relationships, the unfortunate thing I have found is that and sometimes and worse still, you enter that territory which will cover on another day of financial infidelity where you now have a system or a situation where one partner has got a hidden income or is doing things financially which morally or sometimes are simply dishonest to the other partner. So it's important. One of the biggest problems when we do have um, couples and money is that you have a situation where you often join accounts. So you can have a joint account, yeah, Mr. and Mrs. And joint account is a very way to good way to start managing your finances because it's transparent and it's open. And that joint account, usually you can use it to run your house, pay my school fees, etc. But it's important that if you make that decision, you are fully honest and transparent about how your money is going to go. Another thing that's important about money and relationships is that you're, if you're married in community of property, it means that from a legal perspective, your marriage represents one estate. Therefore, the liabilities of one partner become the liabilities of the other. In simple and plain layman terms, it means it means that you can't have a, a division of assets in that kind of marriage or a division of liabilities. Everything is common and it's shared. So because your credit profile is affected by your spouse, you need to have a spouse who is going to be pretty good at managing finances and you need to have a common view of what's going on in your money. Now, this is a big one. 
what happens to your money when your relationship grows now <laughs> when you first get married paninga basi na mari akawanda so abana financial planning akawanda ino kuna kuitwa dekuti marishoma Uh, see, as the relationship grows and you get promoted in life, mwa director or member my director mau gara Mumbai yakanaka Borodale, you know, the finances of the house become a lot more complicated. It's important that you start realizing that as your relationship and your finances grow, you need to also start thinking about that thing I spoke about the other day, getting that financial professional to help you. Especially in Zimbabwe, but no zoti nyadze text footage dzino gona ku kukuitisa dzungu. So that's another area you need to touch upon as a couple that as a couple you also carry a joint tax liability and it's important that the household knows what's going on. Managing your money, very important. I've just spoken about it. Make sure you have that partner. Make sure you have that person who can help you in terms of making those financial decisions so that you and your relationship can always be in that good space. of of being in control of your money now the biggest and perhaps the most complicated fact which comes through when you're managing money as a couple is that of children children change and everything absolutely everything because children bring a dimension to your finances where they just have demands so you need to have a joint financial plan for your children and this joint financial plan means that you need to know it maria's school fees not yet this year but tutara maria next year what's the plan <laughs> you know it's all good and square putting them into school now but if you know school fees escalates on average at a 10% rate every year you'll realize that in five or six years time relatively you'll be paying twice what you currently are paying now So these are the things which we need to be very much in control of as a couple. So let's not take these matters lightly. If you are in that relationship and you know kuti money is just been one of those things which happens in your relationship. You need to start going back to the fundamentals. You need to perhaps listen to the podcast of our last episode where we spoke about budgeting and go back to basics because as a couple If your finances are not in order it's going to open a whole lot of doors and the doors it opens are doors which sometimes are very difficult to close and you know we will we'll touch on financial infidelity tomorrow in terms of understanding what financial infidelity represents and what it means in a relationship and how it can be you know overcome or how you can minimize the risk of financial infidelity because it, that in itself is a very serious topic and is a major reason for divorce amongst couples so today's topic was a bit lighthearted um but very much at the core of our very being how we deal with money with our spouses and our partners and how we manage our finances when it comes to the corporate uh, family environment We also need to realize that we're going to be touching on relationships with money and <laughs> your extended family because that's another story altogether. Tikatanga utaura nyadze hamane shamari futi tichaipinza mu muronga re muchironga chedu chekuti titaure. Tita ma conversation about mari which are real, ma conversation asingade kutaura kakawanda asa anofana kutaura kuti tizive kuti mari inofamba sei.
From me, Gerald, Mr. G. Mwandiambira, thank you for joining me on Money Talks. Thank you for the conversation. See you again soon. Ngatifu metose. Welcome to Money Talks, where we continue that conversation on our favorite topic of the day, and it's money. Thank you for joining me. And today we are talking an extension of what we spoke about last time. Last time we spoke about how money affects relationships. Mari, you know, you know, Shanda say, and Marino affects the same relationships, Edu, especially Patno Taura, Panyad, Zerudo, or in marriage. Because if a marriage is not built on strong financial ground, it is likely to fail. Because they do say that money is the cause of seven out of ten problems and stress situations in a marriage. So the unfortunate thing about it is that because of that, most of us totally ignore that topic altogether. And we proceed with life. We're in love, fire at the beginning. So money is not ever really discussed. But unfortunately, money is, in many instances, the marriage. Because if you really look at the technical term of what a divorce is, it's simply a dissolution of assets. So a, a divorce is really a financial transaction, just like marriage is. So today we're going to talk about the sensitive topic of financial infidelity. What am I saying when I say financial infidelity? Yes, it's a type of infidelity. Infidelity means cheating, you know, and we are a lot of the time in marriages and in relationships where on a daily basis, we might find ourselves cheating on our spouse in terms of our finances. Now, what am I really saying? What I'm saying is how well does your spouse know where every dollar is going in your household? How well does your spouse know how much you're earning? Because where you don't have a budgeting infrastructure in your marriage, Nakuti infrastructure, my fancy words, um, where you don't have budgeting as the, as, as the core of your marriage, how do you manage that marriage? Because you get a situation where and, and the relationship is simply either spending money or worse still, accumulating money from unknown sources. And that's where the infidelity element comes in. Because And this financial infidelity starts to create my problems uh, at the beginning, but they become clear and transparent um, pretty quickly in that relationship. For example, some family and we're struggling um, and I go and I borrow from my mother that's okay as long as my wife knows however if I do it in secret that's an act of infidelity financial infidelity because now it means that my wife doesn't actually know that I'm not fully providing and panoya gogo and she starts shouting and, and saying, she's speaking from a position of authority because she's actually the person who has been providing for our household. So this financial infidelity is, is potentially a very dangerous situation. It's a situation where, where there's no transparent um, finances in a relationship. You both can find yourself in compromising financial situations. I mean, the the worst acts of financial infidelity are really around where, you know, 
amai baba and they bring them into the relationship per side small house big house call it whatever you want and that becomes a source of income and that's really the end of the marriage that's the end and all of it is a result of finances and we often find ourselves in this situation because we were not budgeting and planning our finances in the first place therefore we became over indebted and we couldn't afford the lifestyle we were living and then ultimately in order to try and fill that gap one of us went out and tried to get an illicit source of income um, so it can come in that form where you actually introduce infidelity in the literal sense or you can also start having a situation where you know you start resorting to the really um, unsavory acts such as criminal activities where meanwhile you don't know that if he's robbing a bank or what he's really up to. You find out one day police veniapa get ichichaga baba. So let's take this financial infidelity very seriously. If you're listening today and you are in a relationship, have that conversation tonight with your partner. Ask them, are we being financially honest with each other? And infidelity doesn't always involve big amounts of money. It's that ten dollars, five dollars your airtime loader, They must know. You are in a relationship where each one of you must know. In normally in a good relationship, make sure you load $5 for your partner as well. And that's how money and finances should really be taken. Because when you start having those discussions and planning your finances together, you're really getting yourselves on the right track. However, there's still mistakes which couples often make. And let's just go through some of the mistakes outside fin financial infidelity which couples make around their marriage. The first one is around making a joint investment without going through the details. Yes, it's awesome when a couple gets together and wants to do a project or buy a property. But do your due diligence because that's often a downfall for couples where one assumes the other read the contract and the other does the same assumption and often you end up with tears worse still you've made a bad investment another thing which we don't really discuss as couples is retirement and you know couples do get old whether we like it or not whether we use uh, special creams or eat my special foods we are all aging so it's important for a couple as early as they can to have a retirement strategy and a retirement plan keeping money secrets big financial mistake for couples we've discussed it keeping money secrets is the ultimate cause of financial infidelity and if you're not honest it often can lead to um, irreconcilable differences in your marriage now a big one also is about not knowing how much you're paying in advice fees so often you do have a situation where you are doing well and you've got financial advisors and planners but how much are you paying them for the services be clear about the hidden charges and fees which you pay to financial institutions or financial individuals accountants lawyers etc and other professionals so that you don't end up losing more money than you plan on losing a big one for couples again where you are talking and having that conversation around money is simply not planning for emergencies 
by nature an emergency is it does not give you warning and you need to have a plan with your spouse and partner as to how you deal with any sudden financial shocks to your marriage and an emergency is exactly that a financial shock and let's be in that situation where we are in relationships where we discuss money openly and we know the position of the household and you know we're not fighting about it we're just accepting that we have to live within our means when you start having that rich conversation about money you enter into that special place where your marriage and your relationship can start creating wealth which lasts beyond a day beyond a month beyond a year and can become generational from me Gerald, Mr. G, Mwandiambira, thank you for joining me on this conversation around money. Join us soon again. Ngati Fungme Tose.